Hello everyone and welcome Josh uh, to Nelly Porto FM with your beloved host Alex. Thank you. And Josh, honor. may you Hello. introduce yourself. My... Fucking hell, that sounded dirty. Um, You're welcome, slave. Hello, my name is Josh. I'm 19. I live <laughs> in Leicester. That was awkward. Um, I study computer science in the second year and I also run the U- <laughs> the hot, famous internationally recognized youtube channel do not adjust your set um the channel's so successful that it has not had a single upload in over a year and the last video was left on the cliffhanger that i do not intend on actually making up for you're welcome (laughs) okay thank you josh okay so thank you so today we are going to discuss different topics um which josh has prepared yes. for us uh which i couldn't <laughs> think of anything either i just I think of anything. An so anyway um... <laughs> sure okay can so i get josh, a drum may roll, you reveal the three topics please Okay, um, so the three topics we're going to be talking about today, in order, maybe, um, uh, is our advice for incoming first years of university, our media consumption over quarantine, and what Mm -hmm. our favourite film slash television show we've watched since, and the totally not existential question of what we want to Excellent. do with our lives. Mm. So technically four, fun? if you consider it that way. However, we're just going to stick to three. Uh, well, because of the films the and TV, they're kind of separate. They're the same thing. Yes. Yeah, okay, so three, basically. Right, okay. Are you ready to begin with the first topic, which is advice for yes. freshers and newly which... income freshers for university? Okay, so obviously to begin with, um, we should certainly talk about our experiences and also we have to definitely consider this shitty lockdown that has Six been months. obviously occurred for the last... Um, I don't know, week or week. Or oh, so. yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, of course, the last six months. But for freshers, um, that began on the 28th, university did. Um, so obviously, uh, now yeah, yeah. it finished. When does freshers finish? No, next this weekend. weekend? Uh, on Sunday, I believe. Sunday. Yes. Next weekend. Nice. Okay. So, um, so obviously to begin with we should definitely talk about yes. what has been our freshest experience been like I so Josh do you want to begin short and brief obviously oh, just a bit like short, like short and brief <laughs> within the first two within the fuck off within the first uh, two weeks thank you I, I know I, know I can be say. that predictable um so I uh, um i well we both moved in on the same day uh so we so we pretty much had the the starting gun so i moved in september 2019 bang um bang i moved in in september 2019 i believe the 21st if my memory serves me well and 
someone has to know um, yeah saturday 21st i moved into the lovely leicester accommodation um of nixon court which if you are a university stu- a university of leicester student all uh, one of you um you will probably re- remember like there are two different accommodations in Le- in leicester there's village which is in the village of Odeby, which is far uh, very far. Uh, yeah very far about yeah. how long was it about 50 minutes from the university walking yes and you had and to take a 15 minute bus which you had ever. to pay for as well or you yes <laughs> But so inc- the ties are so inconsistent. Well, it was unbelievable. Except for the city, which is the other bit, which comprises yeah. of three main buildings, but one of our one of them is Nixon Court, uh, which is where we were. Uh, that is the cheapest of them. Um, it's it was. Well, if you if you're no. a if you're a three, well, yes, every other building F2K, in the city then were. No. 150 pound plus um but whereas we paid 110 and we got dog shit but the nice community around it and also a five minute walk to campus which is what i really valued um uh to be fair on our accommodation application we Mm. had six choices i got my fifth choice so anyway (laughs) Um, (laughs) i got my sixth choice because I applied way too late. Um, obviously, when it was results day, uh, Josh, did you apply? Did you apply to the combination on the same day that you got your A levels results? Yes, they allowed people. They, they allowed Four insurance choices to apply as well. Oh my! Yeah, but you didn't have top priority. Oh wow! I didn't know that. But okay, so. Right. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense now because I I think I applied two weeks after results day, and I was not prepared for a co- what accommodation I was going to have, and I wanted just something nice. <laughs> I looked at Ed Nixon eight three. <laughs> fuck me! And I live in a ghetto. My God. So, um, being me, obviously, I tried to get out of Nixon. I emailed whatever whoever was in charge of the, the accommodation i emailed the accommodation saying is there any chance that i can have a room change to another accommodation please <laughs> like sorry bro we can't let you do that unless within the first few weeks because obviously students um drop off yeah they drop out within the first two three weeks and obviously then you can probably get a room change so obviously i couldn't because ftk were pretty much full Whereas A to E blocks were obviously free rate. So, yeah, that's um, basically what happened they? to me. But, Thank you. Sorry, Josh. Um, we haven't even with, got out the car uh, yet. Your um, uh, so, um, I moved in pretty early on the day. <laughs> and it was, I think I was one of the first people to actually get there. Um, it was busy, but it was really quiet. Like, I walked into my flat and no one was there. Um, and when like here's tip one Mm. if you're a fresher and you haven't moved in even though it's already october so (laughs) um i keep your door open when you move into your room easiest way to meet your flatmates is have a door stopper something to open your door and you're not just closed in um the 
like the biggest thing about moving in mm. into university is making friends like i yes like um you um <laughs> immediately can, t- uh, can testify to how quiet i am um like how long um so we both met at mm-hmm. the beginning of year 12 how long did it take us to actually start talking? <laughs> yes. Okay, so I'll explain the context a little bit. So obviously when I got to um, sick form, I arrived from a different school, so I didn't know Josh and the group that we were that we had in sick form. So when I got into sick form, I knew George. Um, I didn't know him beforehand, <laughs> but I knew him because I kept asking him about homework and shit. How do you yes. fix stuff? How do you do this? And obviously, you were with oh, George. Yeah, context, George is um, one of my good obviously friends. quite a lot. So, because I thought... Okay, our good I, friends, sorry. Yes, yeah, our good friends, but more so you. So, <laughs> fuck's sake. So, anyway, um, because obviously, now that I knew George and I spoke to him, I thought it was worth knowing Josh tom and louis another um, set of friends that we have and obviously i think it took me at least three months to actually finally yes, properly properly break shared, the ice with you three months 12, we shared three quarters of the same classes maths feather maths and physics and you sat with us on the back back <laughs> row you originally with the middle middle group mm. um but you slowly gravitated towards the back and like like um i like mm-hmm. personally i'm a very shy person it takes it takes quite a long time for me to properly make a connection which um which took about it took about a month for us to start talking but a couple of months for us to properly bed in and quit, and for me to say yeah you're a sound lad but yeah but um yeah but like 2019 was probably yeah. the year where we I don't. I was going to say something completely wrong, but um, I was about to say I was about to say to get in each other, but that's not the that's not the <laughs> sentence. Um, <laughs> that's um, sake. But, no, not that. No way. homo, but we've got socks on, so it's fine. No um, homo. <laughs> no councils out, mate. I've got um, shoes, double protection. <laughs> Well, oh, the, why are you wearing shoes in the house? Okay, 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 okay. So, um, so anyway, I so I moved in and I I, 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 um, I said hi to the people that moved into my flat uh, initially, and I I had some downtime. I my parents I just went shopping. My parents said why, um, and my family just left. You had just moved in. I helped. I, I remember I helped you moved in as well. Uh, Yes, so he he texted yeah, me. Yeah, I had a lot of stuff. Josh, with me. could you be like, could you be a mate and like carry my shit for me? Yes, something along those lines. Yeah, um, help me, slave. And, like you were doing something, um, and it was like dead time. I thought, right now, I actually need to talk to people and like be get friends. And this was like the one time in my life where I had to like you know mm. stop and a text came through on my phone saying because there was going to be a barbecue on campus and you can get one for free if you had a ticket and i thought you know mm. in for a pound up for a laugh 
and I went down to where we met up, and in that group I met, uh, I met, uh, three people, and, and, no, I met four other people, and two of those ended up being my housemates for next year, and the three of them became, well, considered my, one of my, some of my closest friends, um, which I think I got extremely lucky. Very nice. And like, and because of that, freshness became really smooth. Um, uh, but that day, I still mm. can't fully remember, and I'll tell you why. So the five of us, we moved. We went from the barbecue, <laughs> moved the barbecue <laughs> to spoons, and spent a couple of hours there. So I had a couple of pints. I wasn't tipsy, but I was warming up, and. Nelly and I made a friend over the over a Nixon WhatsApp group, and we said we'll meet up um, about six p.m. So hadn't even had dinner yet, and no, actually, actually, hold on. Um, it wasn't. We didn't actually arrange to meet at six p.m. We were actually going to re originally meet for, I, th- I believe it was eight or nine. But then yeah, yeah. he just I mean, fuck, said, fuck it, we'll just again, make it early. I can't remember so it. He just us so early um, to start drinking, I... really. <laughs> Come on, this was when you were sober. Okay. Okay. So, <laughs> Surely you should have remembered this. We bit. met up with this person and went into their flat. And again, the best way, this is tip number two best way to meet people, bring a six pack to a flat. You will make a load of friends. Um, Oh, not even a six pack. If you okay, if you for okay, personally for me, if you manage to bring okay, a crate. I brought. I brought. We went back to my flat. You'll be Two siders. I anyone enough. Uh. I mean, and this is the crux of the finish. The end of the story. We went. We both went into that flat at five to six p.m. Um. I left the party at 9 mm-hmm. p.m. Not by choice. Um, your gracious host <laughs> carried me up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Literally, like I, I, I he didn't, didn't carry me like I was Princess Peach. Obviously, taken away from Bowser. It, it was... <laughs> But rather, it was you, just you, you, what, yeah, what, what, what did I yeah, do? It I just was, carried you by the shoulder. You I was trying to make to sense me. of the world. Shit. I got I extremely remember. drunk in three hours, um, which I was very, I was very impressed. Later on the next day, I think uh, I still don't remember that morning. Is, is that the most That's drunk I've ever been? Uh, is that the is that the most drunk day you've ever been? Um, probably, yeah. Um, I've I've been drunk a couple of times, fair fair whack. But I mean, I've never been blackout drunk before. Oh yeah, and that of time was close. Um, like, like, um, and they, he oh, yeah. because we only lived, um, like the distance between where the party was and where my room was was about five hundred meters. So he basically carried carried me towards it. Went up the did we go up the stairs or go up the lift? Um. Lift. We went up the lift because I couldn't carry. I couldn't lift, lift my foot. Lift, lift, lift. Uh, definitely enough. Got me in, and he got me into my bed and just 
I I think when he left me, I fell asleep within two minutes. Um, and I still think that was the best the best way that night could have gone for me, because uh, because I I really enjoyed that night, even though I can't oh, remember okay. it. I actually I actually have a video of me talking to my phone while extremely. I have not watched that video, and oh. I don't I don't intend to. Oh. No, I did. Wait, did I record it? Yes, I want. I I thought to myself, you this is going to be an important day for me. I'm going to record a little memo for myself. I remember that bit. Um, anything after, I don't remember. All I remember is that kitchen and okay. my head in the toilet. Um. Um, but um, <laughs> yeah, and for me, fresh, okay. and from there, it kind of just went really, really well, like oddly well, like um, um, the people I met on the first day went out on a night out with them, met their flatmates. A couple of days later, I met my other housemate through one of my other close friends I met on the first day and then the next week introductory lectures which are just Mm -hmm. like getting to know you kind of things and I met my course friends out of pure chance like pure unadulterated chance (laughs) like um um I it was like uh, it was like getting to know you games and all that crap that I had to I had to give to 16 year olds during NCS and I wondered why people didn't like him because when I did it I thought they were dull um, and mm. some guy had to be moved to another group because it was too big and he they put me right in front of, uh, right next to him and we just started chatting and we just kept on chatting and chatting and chatting and he is still one of my closest friends uh, luck is a lot but you can increase your luck with meeting new people by just going out there and just breaking the ice because more late, more likely or not, people are going to be in the same boat as you, and yeah. Oh no, they always are. They always are. Because if 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 I may jump in as well, um, typically, if obviously an upcoming fresher goes to university, obviously, like you, it's a timid, shy. Well, they're the same words, just different origin. Sorry. Um, I don't know. Everyone yes. is in the same boat. Even the ones that are very extroverted and introverted. Obviously, the ones that are very in, very introverted will not like, not, not like, not most likely interact with other people unless they try to find people of their Interests. similar. Um, how do you say? Exactly. Yeah, interests and whatnot. It was obviously someone. Um, there you go. Extro, ex, extroverted. It's like it's almost like that. English is your first My English is deteriorating here. Someone that's like, ex- ah, someone that is extroverted. For example, someone like a little bit like me. For example, I am always trying to find new friends all the time. Try make my policy was make as many friends as possible, and then weed out the ones. That don't yes, are that yes. not really suit to your interest, if that makes sense. Like for example, for me, obviously you've met your flatmates luckily at a, at the barbecue, and they were you yes. you had similar interests, and everything went very well for you. Excellent, because 
I am very, very much interested in obviously learning about other people's cultures. And I didn't really know that there were so many international students there as well. And being in the UK for such a long time as well, I don't really, I never knew really that many people from Europe or out of Europe, for example, Canada, US, etc. So I was really <laughs> eager to meet anyone that wasn't British or Irish, as ironic as that sounds. However, once I met um, via one of our friends, I met one of the other French friends, and then from him, I met everyone else, the Italians, Germans, Canadians, and then I was just immersed in just learning from them, about them, and just doing, you know, it, it was great. It was honestly great. Um, one thing, though, that I wish I did do was meet the <laughs> Spanish earlier, if that makes sense, because there were a whole group of Spanish people, um, but I wish I met them earlier, because um, I met... Oh, when did I first meet? I met two, two of them, I believe in the second week or the third week. I can't remember exactly, but that was like the beginning of like, because also you, you when you make friends at uni, mm. the ones yeah. that you weed out, you don't really talk to them anymore. However, the ones that you have similar interests in, either whether it be your course, your flatmates, just random people you meet on a night out, they're pretty much either not, I wouldn't say friends for, very, for life, very but long time. yeah, you will be friends for a very, very long time. Like, for example, I've still got, I've still got friends that are still in Spain, like that I've met from last year, from Italy, Germany. I still keep in touch with a lot of them and whenever i need to pop up to them i will do eventually whatever the occasion may be and also because of that connection i can meet their friends i don't know it's just it's imagine one big one big web of connections between people it's unbelievable you will always like for example you'll always have mutual friends that eventually say get to Boris Johnson for example it may take a goddamn long time but still yeah if that makes sense no, my, of any sort uh, uh, I don't know it what is happening the fuck ah oh, it doesn't matter um but yeah like um like my flatmates like it, it like and this is going to be another point don't think that everyone you meet you're going to be friends with and don't think you don't and don't think you're gonna have to no, like no 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 i i got on with my flatmates but i knew i wasn't going to be friends with them and no. there wasn't no, no like, there was no there was no compatibility there. things but like i never had dinner with them i mm-hmm. i i i just didn't get a scent i didn't get a feeling for them and that's totally fine as long as you keep it civil as long as you keep it you know fine and like as long as everyone's on the same mm-hmm. page then there's no problem with that and like as long as you're not being a cunt you'll you'll be fine like um just you'll soon know who you want to be like the best compatibility test is would you move in with them in second year 
and when when I yes, um, mm, I think you have to do that very early, look, don't you? We started looking six weeks after moving into university, and I was put in a group. I was put in, like the first <sighs> I knew that people wanted to move in with me was I was added to a to an accommodation group chat on WhatsApp and. I wouldn't say that was one of the most sad, that was one of the most gratifying things I ever felt. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my god, someone actually wants to move in with me. Um, it was also that there were ten other people in the group, and I'm thinking, yeah, all of those are people that I would actually stay in contact with, and that feels like that's a good quantifier. Like, plus there were other people like I I would have moved in with, like um, I would have mm-hmm. moved in with you um, if if the time came for it. Uh, mm-hmm. But like you had other people that you obviously wanted to move in with. So if you ever wanted to think, who are my actual real friends? Think, would mm. I move in with them? Could I put up with their shit for a year? That's a good way of put. Maybe more. Maybe more. Um, <laughs> maybe more. Yeah, a, maybe more. Little... Like me, Michael. Yes, we've known. Jesus like me Christ, with you for three years. Three years now. Years now. <laughs> oh, my God. Um. Yeah, what else I'm thinking? Um, there was one thing I had on top of my head. Um, yes, freshers is fun. Being a first year is fun, but don't spend all your money. Well, to be fair, they're not really going to spend this year, aren't they? Because obviously lockdown, they're restricted to what they can do. Obviously, you've got Weatherspoons, you've got the bars until 10pm. However, that's not going to do that any, respect, anything significant. Like, um, significant. Because for most it? people... This will be the first period of their, um, like for me, it was my own first feeling of independence. Like, I could buy what I I want, I could spend what I want, I could drink with who I wanted to, and I could drink whatever I wanted to. And when you, when it's government-funded alcoholism, it's it feels like a new thing like you're invincible and plus most people have an overdraft and and not in that respect like even last you year to help out. um you have like you have an overdraft you have government support you have bursaries you have scholarships um you've got what feels like an unlimited amount mm. of money and i got lucky i like i I moved in with a lot of savings and I had a bursary that was making accommodation quite cheap for me and at the at the beginning of October it was the biggest amount of money I'd ever seen in my life like well no it was it was the biggest amount of money that I have ever had at any <laughs> one point and for the first couple of months I spent a lot uh, never, I never spent into my overdraft, but it was enough that I had to know. I had to. I noticed how much I was spending, and I had to put a stop to it. Um, like, um, I probably think if I kept that going right now, that if I wanted it, I could spend it. I'd probably be in the red every single term, and it wouldn't have been a good, good financial <laughs> move at all. Like, um, yeah. Mm, not at all. Okay. So, I'm just wanting to obviously go, uh, just track back slightly. Um, I know from my experience, 
I ran out of money. I didn't actually have overdraft. So I was in a situation where I had to lend off my mum. I think it was about 30, 40 quid a week because I didn't have a job. I didn't, I ran out of money. So literally I was, it was just not fun. It was not fun whatsoever. And then obviously you still had to, I still had the parties to go to and stuff like that. So it was a bit difficult, but I made it last anyway until I got a, a job as a bouncer. Big man. And yes, I am a bouncer. Well, if you don't know, oh, if yeah, if you don't know what a bouncer is, it's um yes. night, it's a nightclub security guard, for short, British terms. So anyway, um, oh, you didn't have a lot of money. Was, what was I going to say? Oh yes, that's it. Sorry. Oh yes, that's it. So um, obviously, I wanted just to quickly talk about obviously mm. the freshest situation for this year. Um possibly next but less I think it's, like, I think, I, I think it's, it's just going to be the same mm, I think we'll see the same thing with full refreshes but I think next year really no I disagree with you I disagree with you I reckon I reckon yes that things yes. will be much I, more less I still think they're going to be next year than sorry? they will be this year because because for the reasoning for that is because we already know what living with COVID will be like. And plus, it will be, what, one and a half years as well afterwards. After COVID had been spreading significantly in the UK, it's been one and a half years. Why would the UK government still do the same thing for 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 what exactly? So my reasoning is it will be much, much more less restricted if, if not... Perhaps, like, obviously, we may have uh, a vaccine that, then. That was my point. Like, I think... Who knows? I maybe think freshers now. will be very... Who knows? Will be a lot... Do excuse me a second. Yeah, I just heard a fucking... Give me two seconds. You're I right, see what the fuck just happened. I just heard him... I just heard... I just heard, I just heard Henry fucking... Okay, no worries. I'll give you two... Laugh his ass off. I, I need two minutes. Be quick. Sorry about this, folks. I don't know why he's just gone off like that. But, ne- but nevertheless, what I was thinking is, yeah, Fresh is going to be... I think it's going to be fine next year. So all the first-year students for next year, they're going to year two, they're going to be just fine. I think because I'm obviously a first year. Technically, I'm a fresher, but I've already experienced freshers, so I don't feel like a fresher whatsoever. I feel like a second or third year. I don't know. It just depends, really. Well, what your perspective is, because obviously you've got different countries as well. Like, obviously, in the UK, it's all online lectures. In Spain, France, maybe Italy as well. You have to go in for the lectures, and I think that's disgusting, <laughs> especially in Spain and France. Economy matters to them, apparently. Ah, fucking governments. But it is what it is. And what the fuck are they doing? What is he doing? Where is he going off to? Well, we're going to talk about the next topic anyway and then see, which I can't remember what it is exactly, but we'll see. We'll see what happens. Well, we just have to wait for him. So, in the meantime, how are you today? Good, good. I'm doing good. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> My day at work today was shit. It was just pff, rubbish, awful. 
Is he finally arrived? Yes, I am. He's back. He's back. Uh, basically, the gambling. What was that about? And and they some okay basically. Oh, right. um, okay. Fair someone enough. said. Yeah, someone bet on thirty three. Wait, wait, no, keep someone the said bet thirty three. Someone said bet seventeen. They bet on thirty three. Seventeen came up. Roulette. All right. Fuck's sake. So, <laughs> so typical. Second okay. topic. So what is the second topic? Good, good point. Uh, the I'll second one on was, that. what was our fa- our media consumption over quarantine? So I'll let you I'll let you kick off media with that consumption. one because I think we're going on. Okay. We'll go on two different tangents with this. Hmm. Right. Okay. So I have. To begin with, with context, obviously I have YouTube, obviously Netflix, Amazon Prime or Prime Video, and obviously I, I sometimes just watch it over the internet. If it's an English-speaking movie, there's have this website where you can just go on, watch films, and that's it. So my media consumption for the streaming for the streaming sites really very little. Is I don't watch films. I just don't. I really just don't like watching films yeah, or series yeah, yeah. unless I'm watching it with someone. Because for me, it's just boring. If we're watching it for literally two hours, or maybe if you're watching Lord of the Rings, nearly four hours. By maybe, the way, I've worry. never watched Lord of the Rings in my life, and I probably will not. Oh, Is it? That's that's a surprise. <laughs> No, yeah, I've never watched. I want to, but I see the thing is, I agree. I can't. This I can't sit down no, and watch it. And yeah, it's uh, it's completely undecisive. So, I typically watch international films um, or series. One of my favorite films um, called Amsterdam. My God, that is a masterpiece. It's a typical eighties Dutch film. But it's really goddamn good. Um, in terms of series, um, there's one particular Spanish series. It's called Elite or La, and, uh, La Casa de Papel. La Casa de Papel is money heist to um, English uh, speakers. You've told me many I don't know if you've heard of it, Josh. <laughs> yes, exactly. So those two, I really enjoy, talk- I really enjoy talking and watching it. However, um, and then we come on to YouTube. YouTube, I just go on it. Just either whenever to listen to music or just do, just try to keep myself occupied. Procrastination, basically. Just, it just, whenever you're mm-hmm. not doing anything, YouTube is your answer. You just go to it. There's God knows how many videos on that you could watch. That could probably last you what over pff, million, millennia. Oh, oh, billions to watch of every billions video. Of content is on YouTube. No, no. Goddamn, that's a lot. So yeah, really? that's uh... basically me. That's my media consumption. Very high YouTube, very very low on streaming sites. Oh, and also, um, I should not forget. Um, my other favourite series is called The Mandalorian. Absolute masterpiece by Star Wars. Oh god, The Mandalorian. I, I, I can't get what? into it at all. Mainly because I don't like Star Wars. 
and if and baby yoda makes me want to punt kick okay <laughs> um uh but i i can i can agree about that aside uh consumption i over lockdown i first really got into video games uh pretty damn hard like i like even though i have the the setup of a gamer i don't really game like i have a pc a, a gaming pc that i mm. just watch youtube on gonna not gonna lie and my big spend my big spend on freshers was buying a switch which oh yeah and i'm gonna tie this into i'm gonna tie into last oh remember that wait wasn't it wasn't it the, yes it was so for context high cross, uh, high cross is the big shopping center that. in leicester and for one night there was a student lock-in where you had to you had to be a student at either ul or dmu Ugh. Uh, but there were a lot of discounts and most uh-huh. of the shops and game which if you're international for all half of you uh, is the big game shop in the UK and they were selling a bundle of a Nintendo Switch the new one, the, the next model basically the one with better battery life and a copy of Mario Kart 8 for about £300 and I spent five minutes umming and ahhing mm. and I thought fuck it I've been wanting it for about two about a year and a bit now and I thought if I'm gonna get one I'm gonna get it now and and it, it was this the is best the chance it's social a social purchase I ever made uh, because yeah I don't really play games individually but mm-hmm. together oh my god bring a switch to a party and seeing for up to eight people drunk while playing playing Mario Kart is the funniest shit you'll ever ever do. But hmm. anyway, back to all Smash. Like literally every all day Smash. I play Smash in my living room. It's such a Switch's best social console. Others, I can't be vibing with that. So, but back to media consumption. With that context, um, there was a slight small. A game came out by a small indie developer called Nintendo. A game called Animal Crossing: New Horizons, and <laughs> oh. uh, me and a friend uh, really like Animal Crossing. Oh, I and I thought, you know what? I'm going. I will buy the game because it's cheap on Amazon. Well, not cheap. It's 45 compared to 50 in person, and I'll get delivered to my house because this was just. Um, uh, sorry. Nice difference. Yes, I know. Nice five percent right? um, difference. No, ten percent. Fifty-five and forty-five. It's five difference. <laughs> um, My bad. My bad. And I thought, you know what? I have to move home now because of some strange, weird illness. And I, I had it delivered to my house, and. I basically spent a month and a half playing it uh, straight every day, at least an hour, and it it was my gaming fix. Oh, yeah. for, it my my big game of lockdown would have to be Animal Crossing, just because it was so relaxing. I felt so chill playing it. Like it was a game that even my mum could understand. Like it was it was just <laughs> chill. Like I felt satisfied. Sorry. 
<laughs> you know, you, you know, you know when a game is so simple that a boomer can um, use it. But it was. You know. I haven't played it in a bit, and I want to kind of go back to it because I think my villagers might have just starved. But it was a damn good game. When it comes to streaming, hmm. um, I'm again. I haven't really watched many things like. Apart from two, there were I watched a film called Spirited Away, which for those who know it, Spirited Away is Wait, what's known that? as one of the best animes anime films of all time. And well, well. Oh, you've explained this to uh, me. Was yes, it on the wall? Um, I remember. It is. Two thousand one. Two thousand one. One of the well, it's one of the it? best films of all. Yeah. All time, let alone one of the best anime films. And I, like, in January, I watched um, two anime films called Your Name and Weathering with You, and which are massive hits. And I know fair people who watch anime. I thought, you know what? I keep hearing this film. I'm gonna just watch it. And I watched it 2 p.m. at 2 a.m. actually, mm. and I was a mess at the end of it. It was funny. It was. It was nervy. Were you? Were you? Were your eyes just continually dripping of tears? It was one of those sad, happy endings. And it, it just, it was an overflow of emotion at the end Mm. of it. And it was, it was just such a good film. And it was one, it's one of the films that, if I had to bring up an international film, there would be two that I'd bring up: Uh, Amelie, which is my favorite film of all time in French, masterpiece, and, and. Um, mm. Spirited Away um, and the other thing which is completely on the opposite Very spectrum nice. of quality uh, we go from quality animation to absolute trash TV in the form of RuPaul's Drag Race um, so for those who don't know <laughs> which all four of you um, RuPaul's Drag Race is an elimination style <sighs> program based around drag queens it's been around for about 10 years now i think i i can't remember but um it's on netflix and i thought i keep hearing people talk about the american version the british version and the canadian version and i thought you know what i'll watch it i'll watch it and see how it feels mm. and it's so it feels often shows feel manufactured like you can tell like when a reality tv show it's obviously scripted like um big brother um have um all like all the reality tv shows this was one of the first times i ever felt this is real but is it feels it feels scripted it feels like this can't happen but is actually entirely real uh because Wait, can you remind can you remind me what the race. what was called? It is basically the RuPaul. RuPaul. It is essentially trying to find America's best next best drag queen. It is it is stupid oh, fun okay. to watch. And it's it isn't something that I would go to. It isn't something I would say I would watch that religiously or I really enjoy it. But I remember binge watching the first season purely because it was so fascinating to me it was so <laughs> it was weird but enjoyable at the same time like i wouldn't go back to it but i, I get why people like it um 
but the final thing I'll come to oh, is bad. YouTube and that sort of thing. I watch YouTube quite a lot, quite a lot being an understatement, but over lockdown that went so much more, so much more. Like I probably wa- watched probably a couple, like six plus hours of YouTube probably every day during lockdown because I, I just really enjoy. <sighs> yeah. Exactly. Well, to be fair, like, there was nothing to do. Like, there was actually nothing to do. Either you could go for a walk, uh, walk in the park with yeah. a dog. <laughs> like, I don't um, have a dog, so I don't. I have a, a on Android. Um, there is there is a way you can uh, get and YouTube videos that um you can lock your phone and it still play, and it's fucking hell and. That was a game changer for me. So it's like I could put on a video, lock it, have my headphones in, and just walk. And that extra, that just exponentially increased my viewing time for YouTube. Like, um, and plus I discreet, uh, discovered a load of different YouTube channels that I would actually like to shout out because I think they're rather interesting. If you, if you, if you rapid fire, um, right, go on, um, rapid fire. My subscriptions now. Baumgartner Restoration is literally an art restorer just filming what he does. It is... I'm, I'm just saying this. Fascinating. Rapid Go fire. watch your fucking... Da, 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 da. Code Bullet. He makes YouTube videos about, about fucking algorithms and and that sort of stuff doing cool shit. Dang Pods. It's, a, it's an iPod guy, but it's fucking Australian, so it's going to be funny. Um, fucking Exerbia, which we both watch. Because he, um, Frederick Nudson, mm-hmm. very, very phys, he's very physics and very philosophical. Yes, uh, Frederick Nudson, he makes it down the rabbit hole videos, which is basically a deep dive into something and can be as short as 20 minutes, can be as long as two hours. Um, it's so enjoyable, it it's just really nice. Uh, fucking Jeff Marshall, um. One of those channels that I keep forgetting, but come back to mm-hmm. because it's good. Um, I'm trying to go through them all, and like, uh, there's this really small upcoming one called Nelly Porto. Um, yeah, very, I, I, I very like the good. little the description here. Nelly Porto is one who should not be inspiring to others. Instead, an alcoholic deadbeat man who, using alchemy and wizardry, combines the infinite boredom, rum, RAF Spitfires, and a random Irish horse to throw this into the YouTube smithy. Yeah. Huh. Very creative. Was very creative when I was 17. I, I, I don't know if I was yeah. 16 or 17. I can't um, exactly remember, but it was uh, well, one of those two fucking, ages. And I'm just going through. I, mean, I might as well call it it. Call it that. Okay. But uh, I like techie kind of thing. Okay. I like people that can tell me something interesting. And my YouTube history has not forgiven me for like a video every day, like video every hour, every day, just on constantly in the background. Mm. Oh, yes, sir. Okay. Okay, Josh. Can I recommend you a film as my sure. uh, reason for why? Sure. Okay. Have you ever heard... Did you ever know that Michael... Sorry, that yes. Brad Pitt has a brother called Michael? 
Okay. Do you know what films that Michael no. Pitt is featured in? Have you ever heard of a film called The Dreamers, which I've been watching? Uh, well, no, I've watched quite recently. Okay, so um, this. Okay. Hold on, no, I'll explain this. Okay, to you. I'll explain it to you. Don't look it up. Go on. Yeah, stop typing. You stop typing. There we go. <laughs> okay, perfect. So essentially, I was at my friend's flat. And this obviously it was a film that I had no idea it was going to be a film that obviously he said, Right, okay, he's going to pick the film. So when we watched mm-hmm. that film, it turned out to be The Dreamers. This film was made in two thousand one or t- oh wait, so was it two thousand two thousand three, my bad. Um that is that the story is based in nineteen sixty nine. Oh, basically oh, it's I set think in I Paris. remember this film. Is this Michael one that based Pitt? around the student protests in sixty eight? Oh, because I remember that there is a, no. there's a film called Dreamers from 2003, 2004, and it was set in Paris, and it was like about protests or student riots in 1960, I think it was. No, there were there were a lot of protests, but it's not it's okay, it's not okay. what the main story is about. But it does, it, but it does obviously relate to it. And basically, um, Michael, um, mm-hmm. otherwise known as Matthew in the story, meets this girl called Isabel, um, who then obviously they speak, and then her twin, Theo, comes along, says, hello, how are you, nice to meet you, etc. So they're Siamese twins. And their relationship is incredibly interesting to say the least and I'm not going to reveal any more because I would like you to watch it I would actually like any of the audience to watch it because it's such an interesting and engaging film that it's it's just it doesn't it's not normal to the no no just a normal person everyone can relate to Matthew but to the twins it's like okay this is weird very very weird and also, there are what the director, which I can't remember his name, he has a lot, a lot of subtle and hidden mm-hmm. metaphors with throughout the film, and it's incredibly interesting. Honestly, I, that's why I would Sorry? watch it. Would you recommend the film? For the, wow. Would you recommend the film for me in the audience? So, I so briefly me, that's touched on it. Um, earlier when I was talking about Spirit Away, but I would recommend a film called Amelie, which is also set in, um, in Paris. It was released in 2001. Um, I think people, I think it's easily the easiest way, easiest way to get into French filmography. Um, it was directed by a guy called Jean-Pierre Junet. Um, it's basically about a girl, a girl who mm. grew up in the in the outs in the suburbs of Paris. Um, she basically, it sounds so sappy. IMDb puts it really sappy. It says, "Amelie is an innocent and naive girl in Paris. With her own sense of justice, she decides to help those around her, and along the way, discovers love." That sounds really sappy and really thingy, mm. but it's one of the most 
fascinating, well-directed, well-written, well... It's... It's brilliant. Just an absolutely is, brilliant um, film in general. There is, it's also known as another title, Le Fabuleux Destin d'un Ami Poulain. Poulain, sorry. Poulain is a different word. Um... <laughs> Poulain de merde! <laughs> um, but, um, well. It is fascinating it is the first french film i ever watched um for context i i'm really into french culture i speak the language for god's sake um ish but enough that i can ish a bit a petit a petit un petit peu on parle français maintenant tu veux parler en français maintenant J'ai appendé, j'ai appendé, euh, euh, je l'ai appendé, euh, je l'ai appendé. Mec, 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 c'est très, c'est je, très lent, c'est je, très lent je sais, je sais. en, Mais, en anglais. Je... <rire> non, oh, écoute, écoute, écoute-moi, je parle Ok, en I will speak in English, anglais. just for you. Ouais um... I, I, I've voilà. learned French since I was like 11. I picked up GCSE. That's the best. That's the best I've learned it. For like a year after, I was probably quite. I knew quite a lot of it, but since then, it's kind of gone like. Mm. Yeah, it's a. It's a. It comes at the stage where you're just. Oh, I understand what you're saying. But I just cannot respond because I cannot. I have. It's like I can speak the language. However, I have not spoken yes. it enough to speak it. Whereas everything else, such as writing, listening, reading, yeah. um, is fine. It's good. I would be one, be two, but speaking, there are no French speakers that I know. Well, not me personally. I know a lot of French speakers, but for you, I I don't. The only person, yeah, I don't think you the know language that I'm many to is um, one of the Indian languages, Cantonese and Portuguese. None of them, however, are French. Um, so I'm kind of shit out of luck with that. But that's my choice, Emily. Shall we move on to our last topic? Rip. What we want um, to do with our lives? What was our last topic because again? I've completely for forgotten. For me, it would be kind of hmm. obviously. It's it's going to be. Oh, it's going we'll get, to take keep too it to five long. minutes. Five okay, minutes. what we're going to do? We're going to keep it. We're going to sweet and short because. Going to keep honest, it sweet and short. I'm getting a little tired. <laughs> yeah, so am I. Okay. I shall begin once more, mm-hmm. and then obviously we'll go on to you. Okay. Voila. Okay. So I'm obviously doing a, math- uh, a degree in mathematics, a master's to be exact. And what I want to do for my life exactly, I don't know. However, I know that I'm going down the right path towards what I may want to do later in life. However, when you know, when career officers come up to you, they're like, oh, you know, you're going to do your degree. You're going to get a job. You're going to work for 40 plus years. Retire at 60, late 60s. That's not the fucking life I want. I would love to work 
others would love to work different sectors. For me, I would love to work something in maths, something in business, and something maybe in mm. banking or corporation-wise. You know, so it's like it's 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 like within the same um, field, yeah, yeah, but yeah. different subfields. If that makes sense, so it's doing something a little bit different, but not too different. That I have to start all over again. So anyway, um, I want to move out of the UK. <laughs> I think I have told everyone yes. this yes. fact. So yeah, I want to. So I want to move to either um, Madrid, Catalonia, or the Netherlands. One of those three places. And the reason I say that I don't say Spain anymore is because. I don't want to move to the north because it's too cold. I don't want to move to the south because it has lack of jobs. Madrid is almost perfect, except it's missing one thing. Oh, El Mar. The, sea. the sea. It's missing the sea. That's the only thing missing. However, Catalonia. Which uh, which includes say Mallorca, Menorca, Ibiza, and Valencia, like Comunidad Valencia. That has got a lot of jobs available, and the thing is, it's not difficult to find a job. No, sorry, it is difficult to find a job there. However, it's not as difficult for me if I have a master's in mathematics. It's not hard at all, and. Because of that,、mm. I will be incredibly happy moving there. The Netherlands is an alternative because I can well, I can speak both languages pretty yeah, well. Yeah, like、um, just to butt、um, in,、uh, and、um, uh, we were in year thirteen,、yes. and he, I remember we, you posited that you wanted to learn Dutch,、um, and I remember. Recently,、uh, mm-hmm. uh, me and one of our good friends, Louis, he said, "No, don't do that. That's going to be a waste of time." And then at the end of year thirteen, you spoke Dutch, and that still impresses me and frustrates me to shit because you can pick up languages like a sponge. Ah,、uh, literally, and also I made use of Dutch. I literally go to Amps. Yes, I go to Amsterdam yes. Don't we know about it? Because that was everyone in everyone in the year knew you went to Amsterdam because you took Monday and Tuesday off. But that's the thing for a different day. Yes, yes, yeah. That's another day. So yeah. So I. So essentially, going back, tra- tracking back. Sorry. Um, one of the roles I could do is obviously I can do computer science with mathematics, providing that I know obviously computing languages and I'm confident with them.、Um, statistics, data anal data analysm, anal no analysis, sorry, data analysis, business, actuarial sciences, even physics, engineering. I can go into a lot of fields because mathematics is such a broad aspect that it's like. You can go into different fields if you make sure that you do the applications with it. If you just do the theory, your mathematics、mm-hmm. degree is not going to really come to anything, unless you want to do research, of course. But doing applications, statistics, physics, what business, whatever, it helps. And for me, 
I want something to Spain. The culture, the food, the people, the people I know already there. I want, I just want to be there and just enjoy my life. I'm fed up with the UK. I fucking hate it here. I really do. And I cannot stand it. The government is shit. It's raining. It's raining for the next 15 days. Like, I shit you not. It's dark. <laughs> you you know what I'm talking about, Josh, don't Maybe you? Just it's raining I've for the been, next I've 15 lived days. I've continuously, non-stop for the last 19 and a bit years. I've just gotten used to the rain. <laughs> no, shut the fuck yes. up. It's 15 days. Consistent rain from day to night. From mid yeah, from well, midnight to midnight. It's just rain. There's not bit, one bit of sun. Oh, it's just so fucking bullshit, man. Like, for anyone in the audience, you know how much of a shit fucking British weather is. It's unfucking believable. It's ridiculous. <laughs> but I'm going to stop my rant and. Josh, tell me, tell me what you want to after do my life. Well, I'm going to be in the ground for you, most of it. What? What um, do you want to do <laughs> after my degree? What do you want to do after your degree? And yes, and then right. obviously after that, we'll so, finish up the podcast. A quick point: I didn't. Computer science isn't what I want to do with my life. Well, sort of, sort of not. This wasn't like my like most people go into their degrees thinking oh my god i want to be this i want to do that this is going to be fit. like if you want to be a doctor you go into medicine you're really passionate about it all that sort of stuff um you go into maths and like oh i want to do maths i want it. i think it's so cool i chose computer science because it was the least worst thing um i knew i wanted to go i i knew <laughs> i liked i wanted to go to university i sure. knew that wasn't no one forced me to go to university um it was entirely my choice, and I was really enthusiastic about it. Uh, go on, go on. Sorry, may I jump in here? May I jump in? Don't do you ever think that if you don't get a degree, that your your life no. is going to be a fucking no, shit? Not at all. I have always, I've always thought that. However, I know there are ways around it, but I just can't see well, myself. Living uh, without like, a degree. I'll continue on but that sorry, point just carry for a little on. bit longer. Like uh, we know people that have, you know, done different things and like I don't think you need a degree to get a really high paying job. I think it's what you do with what you have is the crucial thing. Like I could I, I could chill for forty years oh, no. in a thirty K, whereas someone who who left school at sixteen could get a hundred K uh running their own business, doing what they wanted to do. It's what mm. you're what it's not it's there's it's cool enough knowing cool shit but it's the skills that you develop and how you use them later on in your life that really depends how how successful you're going to be but i digress um but um i knew okay. i wanted i knew i wanted to go to university okay. it was what i want to do it was the vibe i was going to do i was really excited i i think i started looking at prospectuses a year before i even had the chance to apply um it I was really excited by it, and uh, when I was younger, I was fully set on doing the course that I really wanted to do. It was the thing I was most excited about, and that one was law. Um, yeah, when I was like year seven, year eight, I wanted to be a lawyer. I wanted to do lawyer stuff. Yeah, Josh. 
give me a what do you want to I know, do give after me a second. your degree it, it, it makes what, up you, what did you and do then before I your degree be economist and i wanted to be an accountant then i wanted to be a fucking civil engineer but i ended up soon on this because it had the biggest prospects for me so moving outside of my moving out of my degree there's your bloody link um the quick answer is i don't know when i was younger i wanted to be a teacher and i thought teaching is what i feel like i'm best at if like um and this might be a little hint towards what may happen in my channel i'm currently like right. i really look up to okay. people who can teach i or tell me something new in a way that i can understand i think that is a genuine skill that i mm. really appreciate um and i want i want to get better at that so if mm. i had to pick you know out of the core careers i would want to be a teacher however you both me and you both know okay. i could not survive as a teacher uh, at least not in the united kingdom so uh mm. i would either have to be a teacher outside <laughs> of the united kingdom or i could pick pick a different job and obviously money okay. is a nice thing and so there's the prospect going into investment banking as as an analyst or data analysis which um there's nice. which um in the uk if you want any job that's to do with finance anything to do with that you have to go to london london is where all the money is and luckily london is yeah. my favorite city in the world and i i would love to move to london when i'm older like yes the property market is stupidly expensive and totally it's you need a high paying job to even get a huh. even get good stuff in london but it's just it's like the my perfect city it's not boring it's fascinating it's vibrant it's vibrant is the word I love it. that's where i want to be and but it's what i want to do with it um but if i had to pick an industry i would it would either be banking or telecommunications like working with the bbc or itv or the ebu okay um but and i want to do that sort of thing and do things that i find creative with it but um actually i might as well ask you this job what is your you know when people say, "Oh, I wish I could be this or that if I could develop my craft, if like like your dream job." What would yours be? Right. Yes. A, like a dream job of sorts. Oh. <laughs> I I honestly cannot tell you from this career. Ask me again <laughs> in about fifty episodes, um, and I might have an answer then. Uh, personally. I would say I would be an entertainer or a presenter. I I oh, oh, really like actually, talking. yeah, that's a good one. I love public speaking. It is oh, I love it so much. Like um I had I've given talks. I I have I have done things in front of a large audience and I can speak from personal like from personal memories. My fate, one of my favorite memories ever that it will never forget was um, during NCS, you're in the second week, which you're at university. Uh, there is often a talent mm -hmm. show uh, where each team puts forward, um, which are about 15 teams, uh, 
about 10 to 15, you'd put forward an act. And it's it's sort of not meant to be con- um, competitive, although it really is. And they act, they reward a, award a winner. And uh, a winner, second or third. And my team couldn't think of anything. And I remember one of my team said, hey, can you do anything, Josh? And I said, well, I can, I can sort of sing. And that led to that night me singing in front of 160 people and that was that is one of my favorite movies of all time because i really enjoy presenting and that sort of thing and i kind of like singing so i i if i had a dream job it would either be to sing or to be a presenter of some sort public speaking that sort of thing but if if that was a if that was a dream job if there was a career oh, where I had see. to do a lot of public speaking in front of a large audience and I could transition into that 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 would be a dream job for me. So basically, you'd want to be an artist, as as in a, like an artist of. I'm not like talking about obviously painting and shit. I'm just talking about. Like folks, yeah, exactly. Because you also do a lot uh, of public speaking and public relations as well. And public speaking, I feel are too different. I, I feel like I'm good at public speaking. Public relations is where I fall flat because you know times when I have said things that I don't mean to say, mm. but I've worded it in the wrong way. Um. <sighs> yes, I. I, I, I don't exactly have a lot of common sense, so I would often. Um, how do I put this? fuck my career up before I even started um but it I would like um it's it's like if I had to put maybe I oh I've just realized it radio presenter radio presenter oh that's what you would want to be a radio presenter would be my dream job yeah perfect well these podcasts will give you a <laughs> bunch of help as well yes yes um I remember thinking to myself i've got i've got the face i've got the voice and the face for radio very nice the f- the face of radio being a mild insult on myself <laughs> oh god damn okay josh and on that bombshell <laughs> okay that brings us to the end of the second well the first proper episode and thank you josh ever so much for yes. joining me obviously no obviously, problem. obviously a lot of bits had went on for quite a long time, but we will improve the podcast as we go along, as I make new episodes. Obviously, I'll be presenting with different people all the time, and obviously um, reintroduce the same people as well. So, thank you very much from me. Thank you. Fuck's <laughs> sake. <laughs> Thank you for me again. Check my shit out yeah, if you want to be bored. Do not adjust your set as an upload in the year, but hopefully we'll do very soon. Thank you guys very much for it watching Ray and uh, Nelly Porto FM. Stay tuned for next time. Ciao. Bye.